Hey, welcome to the Happy Ramp Podcast. I am Ted Cluck, joined, as always, in studio by my good friends, my partners in radio, my partners in morning drive time radio, Barnabas Piper and Ronald J. Martin. Boys, we have some fun things to discuss this morning, but before we do, Piper, let's do a little business. Let's pay some bills. Uh, I feel like this is morning drive time. We need to specify who has which persona, you know, because there's there's the morning drive time personas. Yeah. Um, what would your morning drive time persona be? This is good. Well, I feel like, well, well the, the three key, you got like the host. Well, you're mm-hmm. clearly the host. I feel like you're lacking a little bit of the cigarette gravel in your voice. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I could do it again. Let me, let me. It, it would be like more over the top, more aggressive. We'd have to, we'd have to all use nicknames. Right? Or, but yeah. T, you could be like, but you could also be like, but I've heard those dudes that are like super mellow and kind of have that sort of that golden throated. Like, uh, yeah, that's true. Hey, thanks for joining us this morning on, you know what I mean? Like that whole, like yeah. we're here to soothe yes. you on your morning commute, you know? Yeah. Hey, thanks for joining us this morning on, uh, that was kind of your vibe this morning, big T. Yeah. yeah. A, that's good. That's a cool. That, that has morning. a strong, like that has a strong, like moody radio vibe. Yeah. Like yeah. the, the Christian talk radio, the, yeah. the more obnoxious one is like sports talk or like the, the, the morning, you know, country station show yeah. where it's all talk and no music. Yeah, welcome to 97.1 WENS. I'm the yeah, jock joined by the douche and the hipster. You know, like, yeah, yeah everybody's got a nickname. Exactly. And, yeah. Like and then, making yeah, everybody and, wanting to go back to bed. You know, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Please everybody's save like, me we, from this. We listen to podcasts to avoid this stuff. Why are we exactly. doing this? Exactly. <laughs> we, do, we do always release these podcasts like at ungodly early hours. So there might yeah. be people who are listening on their morning drive time and we just... You know, made I them like drive it. into a stanchion or something. That's true. I like it. Yeah, we should do an all morning drive episode with like some stings and some, you mm. know, some kind of preloaded like little little bits. I don't know. We should actually you know, not do that. It sounds miserable. Yeah, that <laughs> sounds awful. Um, yeah. You know who we're missing on this show is the laughing guy. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. They get the, the mm. laugher. Yeah, uh-huh. the because because the the main guy makes jokes that aren't funny, and then one guy just cackles like a like a hyena. <laughs> And then you've got like the the kind of off the wall. He's the one who always says the inappropriate stuff. He's on the verge of suspension by the radio station, but also everybody kind of likes him. Yeah. I feel like we kind of have that going, but only a little bit. And we we're all more the straight man than the laughing guy. So, dude, you guys, maybe I this grew is, up listening to that kind of morning radio. radio. Like we had we had these personalities, these uh, comedians, Bob and Tom. They were like germane to the Indianapolis market when I was growing up, but then they got like nationally syndicated when I got older. But I would listen to those guys like every morning. Wow, it's crazy! Yeah, so I have deep deep reverence for morning drive radio. Mm. Um, yeah, does, I was like, I was in morning place, doesn't it? Like, it just does, know yeah. you have your coffee. You're just you're you're ha- you know you're just sleepy, man. You're kind of still down in it. You turn that thing on. It's like, yeah. all right, this gets my mind off of the stuff I don't want my mind off. Yeah. For well, dude, and I'll, I was say, always I'll say this too to that point. Um, and we don't want to maybe get too deep into the weeds of this, but like there was something more communal about it in that X percentage of people in your city were all listening to the same show at the mm. same time. Whereas now there's two billion podcasts. Everybody's listening to different stuff at different times. There's less like, uh, overlap, you know what I mean? Yeah, you're uh, saying like, man, you you could go, you go to the office, you get your first cup of coffee, and you're talking about what the dude said on the morning show because you all just listen to it. 
Well, yeah, totally. Or you go to school, you know, like, hey, did you hear Bob and Tom this morning or whatever? And uh, yeah, there there was a sense of like community in that, that now that we're all consuming different things at different times, it's, it lacks, but. uh, Yeah. Do you think anybody walks into, uh, you know, walks into their 11th grade class and goes, hey, did you hear the happy rant this morning? I mean. Dude, no, but I had another. Yeah. (laughs) uh, Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, if it's a normal school. I mean, I mean, dude, (laughs) let's be honest. I had another completely rando student come up to me, though, and just be like, hey, I've been listening to you guys for years. Um, I love funny. the show. Yeah, it's crazy. You know, mm. crazy how that happens. But uh, well, we, before, just- before we get to business, Ted, I just need to relay one quick morning radio thing to you that you will, uh, you will very much appreciate. The, the Sports Talk Radio in Minneapolis on KFAN... Um, which used to be AM eleven thirty when I was growing up. I think I don't know what it is now, but uh, they their morning show host is the former long snapper for the Vikings. Oh, Mike Morris, Mike, dude. The guy's Mike a Morris, beast. yeah. Who who decided while he was the long snapper to take on the persona of the nickname the superstar? Um, <laughs> totally it. ironically, because he has you know kind of the 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 most innocuous position and yeah. made jokes about kind of always having his head up his own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rear end, et cetera. And, uh, but he, he is still the morning show host. And yeah, he's like the big, loud gravel. He's also kind of a oh, muscle yeah. head now and whatever. But it's, Dude, a, a, it's a persona you would love. He was weirdly, I loved this persona when he played because he was like, like most long snappers are, you know, they're kind of smaller. They're not super noticeable. But Mike Morris, despite just being a long snapper, like he wore a huge neck roll, huge pads. He was super yoked and steroidal. Like he, he really leaned into like the pro wrestling kind of persona even though he played a, a kind of forgettable position so yeah shout out mike morris if you're listening and his his sidekick in that is called uh meat sauce so yeah that's yeah. that's also fun very What's standard snapper man i, yeah, I i'm <laughs> lost obviously and i hate that word but what is it yeah hey this is folks this is ronnie being too cool for football yeah no i know i know T- newsflash you can't, you can't da, get over da, that da, da, i know you can't get over that that fact but you just said the word long snapper with a straight face so what is it well, I'm not going to explain it to you, baby, because clearly you don't care. Pipe with um, the long snapper. Pipe explains uh, it It's too. it's the guy who snaps for field goals and for punts. So he the guy looks back between his legs and snaps the ball further back than like the normal center who snaps the ball to the quarterback. Did any of that make sense to you? Position he has too for all that money. But yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah, that was it. So uh, this uh, this morning show brought to you by. KFAN and long snappers everywhere, as well as Mere Agency, our favorite web building, web designing partners. They're the ones who do our site and my site. They've also done Midwestern Seminaries for the churches, the Getty Music site, Tim Challey's site. They've done, they did the Village Church site. So if you're a big fan of uh, Matt Chandler, our very own Matty Chan, big, big fan of the podcast. They did Banner of Truth site, so they can go very much more sort of serious, cut and dry, because Banner of Truth never does anything flashy. But if your church, your organization, they specifically like to work with churches, Christian organizations, anybody who is in gospel ministry is looking for a website revamp, redesign, they also offer great support. I had an issue on my site recently that it just... it. An update happened, it crashed, and they had it fixed probably within an hour. I mean, and that's all that all happened via email, their service portal. So they're awesome. If you go to mereagency.com, you can see all their info. There's a contact request where they'll work out quotes, see what you're looking for. But then if you mention Happy Rant, they will actually give you a 20% discount off the monthly service fee. 
henceforth and forever. So um, you'll, you, it'll, it's ongoing savings, not just a one-time purchase. So again, once you, if you decide to go with them, say, hey, I heard about you through the Happy Rant. They'll give you the 20% discount. Um, Ronnie, this is a great opportunity for you to update Substance Church site. Um, Matt, their, their host, not says he would just it. be thrilled to work with you. So, not that it needs it, uh, and the fact that we just finished a new site like 10 minutes ago. Other than that, yeah, we'll get ready. Let's have irony, a look at it. I want to see it. The irony is that Emmanuel Church's website is the one that needs the overhaul, and uh, mm. and and Matt is poking at you, which is great fun. So, I'm I gonna, mean, do we ever really need an overhaul on a website when you think about it? We overhaul it, and, and all as we much have as is no one colors on it, and like that's yeah. really all that changed. Here's the thing. Like, it's one of those things that if you have a crappy one, it's a real problem. If you have a perfect one, um, it's it's a lot of work to keep up. So you need to find like the simple middle where it has all the pertinent information, but you don't have to mess with it a lot. Yeah, for sure. Whatever that means. So, yeah. Yeah. So go to mirragency.com. If your church, your organization is looking for a website, Matt and his team are awesome. Mention Happy Rank at 20% off. Our second sponsor is Dwell Bible App, as you will be well familiar. It is an audio Bible app we've partnered with for a long time. So if you're looking for a way to get more scripture into your life in uh, in all of the kind of parts of life where it's hard to sit down and read, so commuting, running, while doing chores, while shoveling snow if you're in the midwest or mowing the lawn if you're in the deep south or whatever it is that you do dwell is a great option they have a lent plan right now that'll actually walk you through a a designed lent listening plan to walk you up to holy week and easter that's a great feature uh multiple narrators multiple bible versions music backgrounds the whole gamut so check them out go to dwellapp.io slash happy rant you can get a 10% discount off of their annual subscription or a 33% discount off their lifetime subscription, which is a great deal. You pay less than $100 up front, and then you have access to them as they continue to build out, develop, et cetera, uh, forever and ever and ever. So again, dwellapp.io slash happy rent. Check them out as well. Piper, good business. Let's talk about something else that Ronnie Martin is too cool for. Toby Mac, DC Talk. Um one of our listeners put something in front of us this morning, boys. Uh, he said, at Happy Rant Pod, a new one by Toby Mac, looking hipster gramp style, at Ronnie J. Martin being the music guy, dot, 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 thoughts. Um, should we watch this video together? We certainly can. And this will be the first, you know, again, not to break news on the program, but this is Primarily a news program. This will be the first time in recorded human history that Ronnie Martin has ever listened to a DC Talk song. So he managed to navigate through like six decades of working in the Christian music business right alongside DC Talk while never listening to one of their songs. It's just not not difficult. It's not difficult at all. Well, and it it is if you grow up in certain church contexts. Like every every week, I would walk into the youth room for a two or three year window, and like there was guaranteed to be a playlist that involved Stephen Curtis Chapman, Jeff Moore in the distance, DC Talk, uh, Audio Adrenaline, the Newsboys. Yeah, but like, pipe like my my youth days were over when their first album dropped. Sure, so there's but, that you know. Yeah, that's true. You're, you know, you're. A I'm, an old, I'm the old man. I am. I, I'm the guy that looks like Toby Mac on the on the pod. You know, so. <laughs> yeah, may, maybe it is just a time window thing. You were you were a child of the '80s. I was a child of the '90s, and maybe that's the difference. Yeah, but, it, it, just, it just overlapped. I mean, yeah, I'm not. It's not even. It's not a snobby thing for me. I literally 
never heard a Toby Mac song solo. And I've literally never listened to a DC talk song. I'm sure I've been someplace where it's been playing and I had no idea it's them because I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So, so yeah, I'm surprised you never like played a festival or whatever that they were playing and, and had to have some like green room interaction. Oh, well, no, we did T. I mean, for sure. But like they were playing the main stage in front of 60,000 people and we were, we were playing the side stage in front of like 3,000 people. So that was, that was the, that was the qualitative. 3,000, a little generous, difference. but you know, yeah. I mean. But no, I, I mean, honestly, I, I'm, I'm trying to be humble. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> we were playing the side stage in front of 13,000 people. I said three. Yeah. So. Okay. Boy, T, um, you're, you're just having it out with me, man. We got to figure out where this passive aggression's coming. I'm, I'm having it. We're doing it, man. We're I don't, I don't know it. where it's coming. You've been hanging out with Barty or something. I don't know where it's coming. From, man. <laughs> so, dude, we'll have to talk this out after the pod, man. Well, let's do it, baby. Let the healing begin. Um, baby, are you a little thin from the political chapter still? Are you a little wounded from how, how, I, how I use the huh thing? Like baby, I'm, just, I'm not thin. I'm not a thin guy. Baby, you are a thin guy, though. You're a four. You're the I'm thinnest not, guy. I'm not a thin four, though. I'm just not, man. I know. it's. I think, I think you actually are thin. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Is that but different baby, than Scrawny? You can, you can talk to Barty or you can talk to Big R. You have your choice. See? I'm talking to Big R right now. Barty's okay. not on the program. Okay. Okay. Um, Piper, are we going to watch this video together? What, what, what are we going to yeah, do? Yeah, I mean, I've got, the, I've got the tweet pulled up where Cody Anderson shared it with us. Thank you, Cody. Longtime listener. Um, and I'm ready to hit play on it. So yeah, let's do it. How, how loud are we turning this thing up? Like, is it going to just, are we just going to barrage our listeners with noise from all of our mics? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm not playing, I'm listening so I I can monitor the the volume. Go for it. All right. I'm just going to hit go on this thing and see what happens. Yeah, I did the same. I'm wondering how many ads are on this. Oh, it says video unavailable. That's great. Hold on. This is, I'm I'm looking at it right now. Uh, I'm getting an ad for a really cozy home that I'm now skipping. I want to not to do spoilers, but I want to I want to talk about what it opened with, which is steam. Yeah, it has steam a very strong a street. Yeah, it has a very strong Carmen vibe. May he rest in peace. Yeah, I was going to go Garmo and Key, but I think it's I think it's both and. Yeah, also a little bit made, of there's uh, really no it, distinction between them. Also a little bit of I think Rick is it Rick Astley? Yeah. Yep. Now, Cody Anderson kind of build he build Toby Mac as hipster grandpa in this, but. I'm going to say that he looks young. He looks younger than I thought he would look. He's doing some Tom Cruise running right there. Yeah, what's with like the the like monks meet dementors walking around the corner? Ronnie, you're really missing out by not watching this. Well, I don't where do I find it? I mean, I'll watch it if I can. I find I texted it to you and you responded. Uh, it's in the Happy Rant text thread. All right, let me see. Piper, what do we think about Toby Max like sprinting form? How fast do we think he is? I think it's it's better than Harrison Ford at the same age. Okay. Um, not as good as Tom Cruise at the same age. Yeah, that's a that's a good a good categorization. I, I, I put have him video st- unavailable too. For me, it's not weird. You get huh. click over. It should it should direct you to YouTube. It it has a strong Ke- Keanu Keanu Reeves running vibe. So like yeah. It's a it's a little stiff, but also like okay, it looks like it looks like a former athlete. What is it? Is it a video or is it just like him talking about something? No, it's, it's a, a music, music video. video. Oh, yeah. it's a music video. Gotcha. Okay. And uh, he also, um, so he he goes between like the guy who's a little too old to be at the skate park look uh-huh. to a guy from the Peaky Blinders. If you've seen that show, 
Yeah, totally. Like he looks like a Peaky Blinders character. He's doing Peaky Blinders, and then he's doing like old guy at the skate park. Yeah, he kind of yeah he kind of has like nineteen thirties. Yeah, 40s which is a good look for him. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, and now Peaky we're Blinders at, are you look at the is, tent revival part yet? Oh yeah, just got okay. there. Also, I have a question. Not to take it to this place, but why are all the like monks black guys? Is he trying to make a statement here? Is this like some kind of maybe we need to listen to the lyrics? Thing, or? That sounds that sounds potentially painful though. Yeah. I wonder. Yeah, he's uh boy, he's really going for it. He, I will say, his he needs a tie to fill out the full Peaky Blinders look. The open collar kind of ruins it. Yeah, you're right, pipe. I don't know. It's it's late night though at a tent revival. He's getting a little casual. Yeah, I mean they got the they got the whole. I've never seen a tent revival that looks like this. Like you got hipsters on every instrument. You got like he's mm-hmm. got like the gaudy socks. They all have the super like nice retro microphones. He does yeah. look quite a bit younger when they switch from like Peaky Blinders to him wearing like the jean jacket look. Yeah, yeah. Like he literally like loses ten years as soon as he puts that outfit on. How old do we think this guy is in real life? I think he's mid forties. Okay. Oh, he's so got to be older than that. Yeah, he wears it well. I mean, there's they a were... really simple way to find that out. Let me. Uh, let me. Find yeah, out. if only we had. A, yeah, he's got to be older than that because he was like service. an adult when I was a. You know, yeah. In middle school DC Talk got big in the early '90s, and they were like early 20s. So he's got to be in his 50s. You're right. You're right, Pipe. He's uh, he's 56. Huh. So he's older than I thought. I thought he was. He would. My age he would be so honored. You thought he was in his mid 40s. That's and true. That's because he, he's trying so hard to look like he's in his mid 20s. Well, he looks really good, so we can definitely say that. Man, for 56, he looks fantastico. So. Yeah, and you yeah. know what's amazing is he he doesn't look fake young. You know, right. like he doesn't have sort of like the the he doesn't look waxing embalmed yeah. young. Yeah, yeah, embalmed. That's the word I was trying to think of. It's too early. I'm not good at this yeah. morning show business. Well, I mean, he got to. I mean, a guy like a guy like Mac has to keep it a little street. You know, like that's his vibe. So like he, he it's okay for him to look a little raw. You know, I mean, that's. I feel like rich Nashville mid fifties is like normal forty five though. Um, do we think? Do we think he's rich? How do we think Toby Mac's doing financially? Well, he's, he's doing fine, boys. He's doing yeah. Fine. I I think. I think he also has the advantage of he because he got into it early and kind of figured out the game. I think he probably has writer credit on like every DC Talk song to some, mm-hmm. you know, at some level. So he's he's getting residuals for all of those youth groups that are still playing those songs mm-hmm. and, you know, anybody who's ever cut any or sampled them or whatever. So I think Toby he's doing has okay. been his solo thing has been ginormous. So mm-hmm. he doesn't even need DC Talk. His solo thing's been so big. But mm. yeah, but you're right, Pipe Man. He got to coming in every like everywhere, all corners. Mm. Yeah, I think he's doing just fine. And uh, which you know, I guess if you're doing that fine, you can be the you can be the too old for the skate park guy, or the Peaky Blinders guy, or the Tent Revival Peaky Blinders guy. Like you can go whatever direction you want. Pipe, I want to go a minute on Peaky Blinders. Like how how much Peaky Blinders are you seeing in Nashville right now? Because I feel like it's off the charts. You know, not n- not that much. It's well, you see it at you see it at like weddings. Okay, yeah. You know, yeah, because Nashville's a pretty casual town. There's not a lot of dressing up that goes on here. Um, right. And so it's it, you're going to see a lot more people who look like skate park Toby Mac than than Peaky Blinders. But then when you get to like your barn wedding, oh yeah, s- strong Peaky Blinders vibes everywhere, and nobody, nobody, but nobody thinks they look sexier. Than a dude at a wedding who thinks he looks like a Peaky Blinders character. <laughs> dude, you're so right. You you can see like 
the self-satisfaction yes. just like emanating from this guy. It's okay, yeah, just just a total strut like look. I'm a gangster oh, yeah. from 1923. I'm like half Conor McGregor, half Peaky yeah. Blinders. You know, in reality, I'm neither of those guys. But um, yeah, in reality, I'm an I'm an unemployed songwriter who <laughs> this is yeah this is Dude, I spent the barn all my wedding money is to like rent the, this suit. Yeah, the barn wedding is the peak of my year. You know. Dude, shout out to like having a barn in Nashville. Like, if you bought a house in Nashville 25 years ago and it happened to have a barn on the property, like you just stepped into a gold mine and you didn't even know it. Um, I, I just think if you have a barn, you're like stringing up some Christmas lights in it and hosting weddings. It's just you know doubling your income. It's what? You yeah, do. or if or if not <laughs> weddings, because apparently there's all sorts of insurance limitations. You're hosting music videos and Instagram influencer stuff. Where you're like, yeah, you can come do a Photoshop for five hundred dollars yeah. a day, and all you have to do is let the person show up. They pay you five hundred dollars, and then you leave. And so I I did a uh, I did a a video. Um, not a music video, but a Bible study training video. And it was at this old church south of Nashville on some dude's farm property. So an old Presbyterian church. Wow. And it cost something like $1,000 a day. It was a two-day shoot. So it wasn't, you know, it, it wasn't that big for a production budget. But it's just like, he's just letting it fall apart. Like you have to be careful where you walk or you'll fall through the floor. The pews are all in shambles, which is the look that we're going charm, for. Yeah. yeah but, yeah. uh, Literally. Yeah, and then like, and then later I saw it on the cover of an Alan Jackson album. It was it was part of his cover art, and so like, it's just it's just an old broken down church that this guy happens to have on his property that he can make a thousand dollars a day for letting no. people shoot photos or videos there. Easy, a thousand bucks a day pipe. Yeah, unreal. Dude. And I don't think he needs to have any of the like insurance and all that because like for weddings you need to have certain bathroom situation, a certain insurance coverage, whatever. And you can pass along some of those expenses, but like it's you you can get sued for stuff. And it, this it's just like yeah, you're you, he's basically just granting permission to walk around a dilapidated building. And I'm sure you sign a, a waiver that says you know <laughs> if you get if you step on a rusty nail you can't sue me. Dude, what happened to us culturally that like. We, we began to think that we can't get a photo taken anywhere else but a dilapidated barn. Like, how did we get here? <laughs> I mean, that guy, that guy, like, literally, he woke up one morning and he was like, I'm going to be rich. It's like I won the lottery because I have this crappy building on my property. Um, and every, like, every person between the ages of 15 and, like, 55 in Nashville, like, has to have their picture taken there. Um, it's a remarkable thing. What's always funny to me, too, about, like, those older artists that, like, they attempt to do sort of the raw like landscape photos is uh-huh. they're always they're always like super decked out in like brand new clothing it always cracks oh, yeah. like like even especially like old heavy metal bands that reconvene for a new record and they're <laughs> all super like their hair is super done like there's like there's they want to have like this authenticity and yet they look like they all just went shopping for new clothing yes. and yeah, um, you, can you tell just kind of go clothing looks new Right. And so like, so you have the, you do have this like backdrop that's like really cool and raw and authentic, quote unquote. And then you got like him like wearing all of the, like the latest like Wrangler garb kind of a thing. You know, <laughs> you just go, you just go, um, okay. I don't know. All right. Yeah. You, know, you should, you should just be wearing what you were wearing like yesterday when you were running errands, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. I mean, if we're going for truly authentic, it should be running errands. Yeah. I you know, running. That. Running Aaron's attire. Maybe we can. Uh, maybe we can like mainstream that a little bit. Try to. It'll be our photo shoot, boys. Don't worry about. It. We'll do it. 
Dude, a little running errands photo shoot. I, I will say, maybe I owe you guys an apology, um, but when remember the days when we could do live events way back when? I barely I, remember. It's I been never 16 bought, years. Yeah, I don't think I ever bought a new item of clothing for any of those. I feel like maybe I let our listeners slash viewers down. What do you mean? Um, when we did our li- for our live gigs? Yeah, I never okay, bought any just, new clothes for those. I never did it. You're just keeping it authentic, Pipe. Man. Yeah, but, good, man. but I mean, maybe we're maybe we're not... Maybe we're not doing the influencer thing properly. Maybe mm. we failed. Well, we need Maybe somebody to, to actually give us the new clothing, is what you're saying, so that we can promo yeah. for hey, them. Muskox, more clothes, right. please. Speaking of giving us new clothing, where are we at with missional wear? Let's talk a little business. Let's talk some apparel business. Uh, I would say there's been a lapse in communication, and uh-huh. uh, some follow-up is needed, uh-huh. and I will not point any fingers at who needs to be following up or where the lapse lies. Hey. Um, but yeah, we'll just, we'll leave it at that. We'll say, you know how in a contract dispute in sports, like they say that the report is they've hit a snag. Yeah, uh, for sure. I, I would say we've hit a snag, but I don't think it's insurmountable, but it, mm. it will require some working things out. We might need to go to arbitration, like a like in the 1990s baseball sense. We need an arbitrator. Yeah, it's... It's making me wonder if we need if we should have had an agent involved instead of negotiating our own contract. I think so. If we need to bring in Wolves to yeah, close the deal on this, like, does merch deals. Fifty this fifty five dollar deal, you know, um, Andrew. If you're listening, yeah. you do merchandise deals because we could we could use some help on this one. We're not great negotiators. No, no. I think we need a we need a pro to close this deal. But uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that to being back in the apparel business, no doubt. So Piper, you sent another one along. <laughs> this this is maybe the most straightforward title in YouTube history. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's really on the nose, or really on the chest, as it were. Um, Pastor punches kid in the chest. That's yes. the title. And uh, I played it as we were talking uh, earlier this morning on our pre-show production meeting. I played it without the volume on, and I saw I saw it. But I didn't hear. I didn't hear his voice. Um, how do we want to handle this? Well, why don't why don't I just give like the bullet pointed breakdown of the video because this is yeah. an audio medium. I mean, we could play it, but I don't know. Maybe there's we get yeah. sued for that or something. So here we go. Um, so for context, there's a pastor. We we'll go we'll go nameless on this. It's very yeah. clearly like a, a fundamentalist kind of church. You can tell by the the large white drape over the cross and then the very sort of mid 90s banner in the background that said he who believes in me will live. So there's there's that going on. He's also wearing kind of that late 90s early 2000s uh f- like financial like retail banker meets financial advisor garb, so black slacks, kind of a kind of a puke green shirt and a paint uh what is that? Like a plaid tie that's a little yeah. too wide and a little too long. So yeah. dressed exactly like you'd think a fundamentalist preacher dresses. And it, basically he tells the story about how there's this kid in the youth group who uh, who just is always clowning around, never taking things seriously, et cetera. And then uh, – so one day this kid's fooling around like when he's trying to talk about something serious. And, and he just very smugly is like, so I wound up and I just – Wow, punched him as hard as I could in the chest, like put him on the ground. Like he's he's very smug about this whole thing. Uh-huh. He said, I looked at him and I said, Ben, when are you gonna stop fooling around and start taking God seriously? And I led him to the Lord right there. And like that's the whole that's the whole story. So it was Amazing. the it yes, yes. It's this pastor who very proudly describes harming 
a young man to lead him to Jesus. And Pipe, doesn't he doesn't he doesn't he close by saying something uh, into in, the effect of like, and that's what you have to do sometimes. Like, <laughs> yeah, like he that. sort of shrugs and he's like, man, sometimes that's what it takes. That yeah, 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 like that. Right? Sometimes that's sometimes what it takes. that's what it takes. Violence. It takes violence <laughs> sometimes. Piper, I want to I want to go a minute on his on the actual punch, um, which he demonstrated in the video. Um, it was a lot of it was a lot of arm. Um, form it wasn't a lot great. More like throwing a curveball than punching somebody. It did. Yeah, it was. It was like that pitcher with a real like decidedly overhand delivery. Um, yeah. It took it took a while to get the punch off. You know, if this kid was a counter puncher at all, I think he would have had a, an opportunity there. Yeah, you uh, kind of du- duck inside that, and you can hit him with a couple quick jabs while he's still winding up. Yeah, it wasn't a great punch, but apparently, when you're punching a child, it was it was oddly it was enough. Yeah, yeah, it, I think I think it was enough. So, um, yeah, what 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 are we doing with this, boys? Um, craziest I, ev- evangelism tactics we've seen. Well, I have a question first, Ted. If mm-hmm. so, you have two boys who mm-hmm. I'm sure they're occasionally rambunctious. If yeah. they were at church, clowning around when the youth pastor is trying to get serious, and he just takes it upon himself to punch them into salvation, like yeah. to beat Jesus into them, uh-huh. what, what would your response as a father be? Uh, yeah, white hot rage. I mean, you know. <laughs> you, you would go give some lessons on punching? I, I couldn't get to this guy's doorstep fast enough, would be my response. Um, yeah, that would not go over well. Although, <laughs> um, if our youth pastor did it, um, especially to Tris, I don't, I don't know that it would go well for him. So, um, <laughs> our youth pastor is a smaller guy. He's, he's, uh, he's a lightweight, but, um, I think he's a listener too. So shout out our youth pastor. I'm sure you could do some, you could do some damage. But also but, uh, the fact that the fact that he's a listener and that you're speaking positively leads me to believe he, he doesn't regularly beat children into no, salvation. 100%. He would never yeah. do this. Yeah, yeah, he's he's good. You can either beat him into submission or beat him into salvation, boys. I think that's what we're, mm, that's what we're getting. I mean, why not both? <laughs> that's like the tagline on the on the youth ministry page on their website. <laughs> Dude, that should be the name of our book, Why Not Both. Why Oh, why not both? I like that. That would that would work amazing if there were only two of us on the program though. Well, I um, I mean again, the irony. It's it's cool. Oh, yeah. do, do you think this pastor has ever been to one of those men comp- men's conferences with like one, the MMA rings, or like you know you could throw on the gloves and like he's ever stepped into the ring with anybody who's a potential peer of his? I mean, that's the rhetorical question of the decade. Like. <laughs> I don't think he's ever stepped into the ring. Um, do you with think anyone this is a true story, or do you think he's just talking out of his backside? Now that's the question right there, man. And yeah. I would say, unfortunately. Unfortunately, a dude like that wearing those clothes would only tell it if it was true. Mm. Oh, really? We're, we think we think all kind of crazy fundamentalist preachers are truth tellers. I was under a different impression. <laughs> I mean, I think anytime violence and the ability to look like tough and you know, like an evangel, like just evangelistic, and yeah, for sure, man. It's like, I mean, he's he's hoping you know he's hoping he can write a book on that, you know. <laughs> I, <laughs> get a main read, I get a main stage gig on it. Yeah, yeah. He'll be main staging at T4G next year. Um I feel like if he's going to go full tough guy though, he needs to change his look. Like we could do something with a wardrobe. He needs to do what we were talking about before, which is get like a new a new set of clothes and then shoot the next video of this in like in a 
from behind a chain link fence or whatever. Um, I don't. That's common. That would really put it over in terms of his getting a book deal. So, um, what are the odds he has a book proposal like in the works about this anecdote? Oh, this is 100% the kind of guy who, so having worked in publishing, we had these conversations all the time. In fact, I had one recently when I was, I was speaking somewhere. Somebody comes up and they go, so, so what does it take to get published? Like I've written three or four books. They're really good. Uh-huh. Like I'm a good writer. Uh, yeah. What does it take to get published? Like what do I need to do? He's that guy. Like he has, yeah, yeah, yeah. He has six manuscripts that he is certain will change the world if only mm-hmm. somebody would give him a chance. Mm. Yeah, one of them is like an allegorical novel. One of them is like, you know, just some straight nonfiction theology. Um, oh, he's one got them, one on the role of men and women that is just, to, to use Ronnie's favorite word, outright misogynistic. There we you go. know, it's like yeah. the, the working title is something like No Shoes in the Kitchen. You know, it's, it's, it's no shoes in the kitchen. That's awesome. He's, he's 100% got one of those in his queue. You know, he's got one he's that's called like hard, hard-hitting youth ministry. No Shoes in the Kitchen such a great title, man. No Shoes in the Kitchen, colon, the Happier Aunt Essay Collection. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. what are we calling our book? No Shoes in the Kitchen, Babies no in sh- the Belly. I mean. Oh, there we go. No Shoes in the Kitchen, Babies in the Belly. What was the other title you just came up with, baby? Why not both? Why not both? Yeah. Why not both, colon, a Happier Aunt Essay Collection. No Shoes in the Kitchen, Babies in the Belly, colon, why not both? Dude, actually, all kidding aside, I love both those. You're the title guy, baby. You you got you got Bridezilla over the top with that title, and um, we need to trust your instincts on this. Well, I don't know, baby, oh, to Ted, trust anyone's instincts with Bridezilla. <laughs> Ted, speaking of hey, speaking though, of uh, speaking of y'all's books, though? we we uh-huh. got a message from a listener. This is just a parenthetical who, yeah, who yeah. reached out, I think, to our Happy Rant Instagram account listeners. You can follow us on Instagram, and said uh, that. Um, what was what was? I'm, I'm, of course, I'm forgetting the title. Your book on idolizing the family. Um, oh, household uh, gods. Oh, yes, yeah. household. Yeah. So she's a single lady who said that even if nobody else read it, she read it and loved it and was so oh, encouraged wow. by it because of your sort of debunking of the of the family idolatry. So we have oh. we have one listener who specifically wanted you to know, Ted, that household gods was uh, was. Awesome for her. Pipe, so there I you think go. You mean focus off the family. Focus off the family. Focus Golly, the family. baby. I would be rich. I would be like the hipster barn guy in Nashville if we could have called it Focus Off the Family. Thousand bucks a day on that book. Easy. 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 Man, what could have been? You know? Which is why we need to we need to go with our gut on the title for this one. So why not both or barefoot in the kitchen? These are these are our working titles. Wait, no, no, no. What was it? Pipe about the kitchen. No shoes in the kitchen, right? No No shoes in the kitchen. kitchen. No shoes in the kitchen. Yeah. No shoes Uh, in the kitchen. Babies in the belly. Colon. The happier (laughs) ending. Why not? Why not both? Oh, yeah, it works. Oh, it's it's yeah, it's a three for. He got all he got all of those (laughs) into one title. Mm. I love it. I love it. Boys, what are the odds? What are the odds that Harvest House goes for this title? I mean. I think there's a good shot. Mm. I think there's a good shot. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I do. I do know. I know. Full I do well. know. And the answer is there's no way. Um, they yeah. might actually pull our contract if we propose those titles. Let's take wait and see on that, boys. Let's let's not let's not have to say yes or no right now. I want to I want to live with that dream a little while longer. I don't want to have it uh, have it shattered just yet. That's coming. 
Um, that's coming in 2028 when the book drops. But, uh, <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll get there. Um, Pipe, should we wrap it so that we can get Ronald onto a Patreon before he has to dip? Yeah, let's do this. Yeah, that's a good idea. Okay. Boys, we've done what we always do on this program. In that we've wandered to and fro throughout two videos. And until next time. The Happy Rant is brought to you by Resonate Recordings. If you go to ResonateRecordings.com, you can see the full range of services they offer. So if you're considering starting a podcast, they are the ones we recommend going with. Again, go to ResonateRecordings.com to see their prices, to connect with them and ask any questions, and to see what they can do to help you launch, edit, master, and improve your podcast. Again, go to ResonateRecordings.com to see what they can do to help you launch and improve your podcast. What do you do when your world is falling apart? How do you march when it would be easier to stay where you are and die? Join me every week on the March or Die podcast, and we'll discuss that and so much more.